What up, though, my G's? Y'all should know what it is. It is BKA Watts, one half of the Blurs and Clips podcast, right here on the Pro 3 ENT Network, as usual, with another intro of repetitiosity. Sitting next to... Hey, it's Shooter McGavin, and I can't wait to see you out there on the links. I hate this nigga. He's so good. You know... It's calculated. That's it's hard to find a, a talented motherfucker to do shit with. And, and it's great. It's great to have. I don't, I don't know about like that. You. It's hard to find a dependable nigga. That's that's your problem. It's a combination. Yeah. Cause like nigga, I mean, definitely we we definitely know talented niggas who are just squandering that shit on a daily basis. But like, I feel like for every talented nigga I know, I know fifty talentless motherfuckers that just would be willing to do shit, but it's gonna be bad. Okay. So, for all of you Uh-oh. that keep hitting up our inboxes and all this shit and text messages, oh again, talking about, hey, y'all should interview me. Have you ever watched the show? Clearly not. You rapping ass, singing ass niggas, and mind you, we brought this up last episode as well. Just a so, little bit. Only, only ever so slightly. Here's the thing. We are willing to meet you halfway. I believe we kind of had a, a preliminary discussion. If you are doing something in the realm of film or if there's a discussion to be had about some film or TV things where you could interject upon that and we have you on as a possibility, that would be cool. And then maybe if you have something to promote, it could get brought up in the midst of that conversation. Maybe, maybe extra, maybe though. Right. Like I'm not guaranteeing this, but I'm just saying it's lead, like maybe lead with that. Right. Lead with that first. Cause obviously if we fuck with you, and you were on the show and you had something to offer as far as the content, then maybe we could usher that into, you know, it having something to do with you. But we don't do interviews here. I don't know why niggas act like this is the breakfast club in this bitch. Like it's absolutely not. <laughs> like it's not it's not it's not power one oh five. It's not hot nine seven. And and I mean, you know, even though you got the the intro down pat, like this this ain't that. Nah. <laughs> You're right, but no. I, 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 was, I was about to, I was about to give it a shot and be like, "Good morning, everybody. This is DJ Envy here with Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. We yeah. are the Breakfast Club, and uh, yeah, we don't do interviews here. No. So for what? Yeah. Really? So, for what? So stop it. So I, what I kind of had to pose you, and I'm not gonna get into the specifics, but again, I think it wouldn't be the worst thing, especially with you know crossing over our brand, things like that. No different than what we talked about doing with people in the network. For sure. But people that we know that have some things going on locally, film-wise, that's not a bad thing. You're you're adding to the content of what we already talk about. Facts. And just understand that also, if you do bring in and want to talk about your local <laughs> production... We also reserve the right. If I don't like it, I, I should be able to clown your shit too. Just saying. I'm not saying that I will, but I'm saying if for some reason I can't resist clowning the quality of what you were associated with, just know that it will happen. But at the same time, I'm also smart where I'm not going to dog people's shit considering that I'm still out here as a viable, hireable actor. Yeah. Fuck y'all niggas. I will definitely tear your shit apart. And, the, and and with that being said, that is exactly why I personally don't really want to hear that shit, see that shit, none of that, because I don't, 
Y'all niggas be like, yeah, tell me the truth. Give me your honest opinion. And then, and then if I do, y'all be salty, like upset. Like, what you mean is not good? What you mean is, <laughs> what you mean you think that it could be better? Like, nigga, don't ask. See, this is the thing. Niggas only ask for your opinion because they expect and want your opinion to be the same as theirs of their own shit. And that's not how this fucking works, my nigga. I don't give a fuck. Again, I don't give a fuck about niggas' egos. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit, dog. I don't. I'm not. I don't. I'm not concerned with none of the politics and weirdo shit because I'm not. My hand is not out to nobody for niggas to fucking. You know what I'm saying? For niggas to take care of what the fuck I got going on over here. You know what I'm saying? So what it come down to is. If you ask me for my opinion, I already don't want to give it more than likely. But if I do give it, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. And if your shit is good to me, because remember, you're asking me for my opinion or Vig for his opinion. If it's good to us, then we will say good things. But if it's not, nigga, you got to understand you put yourself up on the block for criticism when you put your creation out into the fucking world. And everybody ain't gonna think your shit good. Everybody's everything ain't good. My everything ain't good. Niggas, I'm no exception. But my shit that's not good, it hits my niggas' ears and eyes first. And they tell me the honest. And if it's not good, you motherfuckers will never know it happened. Preach. The fuck? So don't <laughs> ask me, nigga. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. And you might get upset. And if you don't want to have the potential of your shit not being good, being told to you, I'm not the one to fucking pop quiz about your shit. That's all. Nigga, it's only your mama's job to like all your bullshit. My mom don't even like all my shit. I'm about to say, even she don't like that shit. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? My mom don't even like all my shit. My mother, yeah, my mother definitely ain't like none of my music, but it's not for her, nigga. She was born in but fucking that, 44. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, no, not, e- not even Duke's got to owe you that, nigga. Like, no. She supposedly likes some of my acting shit, but I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe. So, yes, listen, man. It is Blurs and Clips, our live TV, movie, video game, and whatever the fuck else we feel like talking about podcast right here on the Pro 3 ENT Network. As always, you make sure you follow the gang, Blurs and Clips, Black Nerds, Clips. That's how you make it make sense. I am BKA Watts. Here with me is the amazing award-winning Vigatron, a.k.a. the critically acclaimed Vig Norris. And if you got questions, concerns, show topics, or other things you would like to send to us, do so at blurredsandclips at gmail.com. The email is open 24-7. And, of course, you can interact with us live right here on Twitch every Saturday or you can catch the audio on the streaming services come Sundays. And text me nudes. Ladies. Ladies nudes. Please. Well. Yeah, it, ladies. It is ladies. not June no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Pride Month. Yeah, it happened. Niggas was proud all goddamn month, man. All right, so and listen. That rainbow just faded away. Anyway, <laughs> yesterday niggas was like, "All right, it's over with." 
No, so so yeah, Vig, man. How was your past week, man? What's what's going on with you, bro? Niggas don't give a fuck about my week. I know, but I'm like this what this what people do. They ask they ask niggas how their week went. You niggas don't give a fuck, nigga. What about them fucking TV shows and shit? Yeah, for real. Speaking of which, cause we, we do have TV shit to talk about. Well, yeah, we do. And I was just making sure that if I didn't, because we had a semi-conversation about Dave last week, right? And I asked you about that if you watched it or whatever. Yeah. So you still haven't or you, you just not feeling it? Oh, I started it. I had I struggled through that first episode, dog. Really? Yeah. I don't know how you're going to feel about it because this past week's episode with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is pretty goddamn good. All right. I'll keep watching it, I guess. But yeah, episode one was was rough. Maybe it was. That was a long time ago since I watched it. I only watched it the one time. I haven't been there since. All I know is that the show progressively got better, and then this season has been pretty much more of the same. But this this week's episode had Kareem Abdul Jabbar in it. This is what four? Yeah, episode four. Right. Yeah, thirty minutes in, and I still haven't laughed yet. Where's the funny shit? Hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I would say keep trying, and if it if it doesn't jive with you, I don't know what to tell you. But I. But that's I don't. the thing. Season one, nigga, I was cracking the fuck up the whole way. I'm like, nigga, this shit is great. It's hilarious. Oh, you're saying season? Oh, you're saying episode one of season two? Yes. Oh, I thought you were saying season one, episode one. No, 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 no. Oh, I got you. Okay, yes, yes, yes. That episode is not reflective of the other three, for sure. Because it felt extra. It okay. felt like a huge departure in tone. And it yes. and it went all the way through, and I was just like, "Nigga, yeah, yeah, yeah." The other three episodes are not like that. It's more back to form. I'm like, "Nigga, where's the funny?" Because I, yeah, I, nigga, because also it was it was like two in the morning, so yeah. I'm up on some on my usual tired watching, but like still watching shit though. Because if it's good, I'll I'll end up up all night. That's my fucking usual. Right. And it was just like, "Nigga, this is just not doing it." Okay, I feel it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, I know it did kind of catch me off guard, but it was a little bit, yeah, tone wise, it was a little bit more dour and not really there. But yeah, the episodes that followed, I'm trying to refresh my memory. What was the first? What was the first one? The first one was when he had, when he was trying to do the video with the K pop star. Oh, so it was the Korean one. Yeah. Okay. I didn't overly dislike that one, but yeah. I didn't dislike it, but it just, like I said, like, like nigga, like say what they want, nigga. Like it's clearly a comedy show, right? And it wasn't shit funny happening in the whole first episode. So it's not that I even disliked it so much, but it was like this ain't Dave. <laughs> it ain't what you. it feels like. The fuck is going on? I got you. Well, Where are my chuckles? I can definitely say episode four is definitely way more Dave. It was definitely way more cringe and and all of that shit. But yeah, just it's very good to see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar step back into doing comedy since Airplane and whatever else he's done. That was funny. For sure. I'm with it. Yeah, especially 70-year-old, seven-foot nigga clowning. Not that he was clowning, because he was playing very much straightforward, straight-ass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in it, but the fact that he was even down for involving himself in the shit that happened was very commendable. I always loved that shit. Got you. But anyway. So, well, yeah, I didn't even know if we went over that like that. So, yeah, I'm glad I did bring that up. So, yeah, that's, that's one topic out the way, sort of. All right. Well, yeah, see, and, and it's kind of perfect that you brought that up because it brought me into the topic that I wanted to cover, which was Dave being trash in the first episode for me led me to say, fuck this shit and turn it off. And then the light bulb went off 
let me go check that shit Vig was talking about, went and cut on Arrested Development. Oh. And started blowing through episodes. Ah! <laughs> nigga got his up. ass. Nigga was up. Yes. <laughs> nigga, so I'm like, <laughs> lock me in, baby. <laughs> like, okay. this is it. So, yeah, right. nigga, I am, I am almost through season. I think I'm on the last episode of season one. Okay. Yeah. And I got there over two days. And then the third day, I, actually the third day I cut on, Community, okay. Because I was like, I want to, I want to have some of that under the belt too, going into the podcast. Okay. So I've started both shows, and I am enjoying both shows. Dope. So far, Dope. yeah. So far, that shit is, yeah. It's it's definitely, it's. I'm trying to think of how to really, because it almost feel like mockumentary almost. Yeah. I you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. It's almost like they know that they're on camera, but they, but they're not at the same time. Like yeah. so, yeah, yeah. It's, but I, but I definitely see what you were saying. A lot of, a lot of, even in the first season, callbacks and references to shit from previous episodes, etc. And like, no lie, like, I, 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 I was really like, damn, man. I hope Mike, I hope Mike manages to get her, because, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. No spoilers, but yeah, you know, for a show that's been out since 2000, what, fucking six or something? It was like 2003. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, 2002, 2003, somewhere around there was like first, second season. First yeah, second see, season. so exactly. But yeah, all of that said to say, for sure, they get like, this is this is good. And I'm, I'm going to enjoy this. How many seasons are there? Technically five, because it's, it's, Season one and two got full seasons. Season three, they were struggling with almost getting canceled. And technically, they did get canceled, so they only had 13 episodes. And then years later is where Netflix picked it up and did a season four and then a season five. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. It's a little, so, you know, all those years after Michael Sarah had became big and everybody else went on to do other shit and got bigger than they came back to actually do that season four and five for Netflix. Gotcha. Since they never got to do the movie that they kept, you know, rumoring all those years they were trying to work on. For sure. Yeah, I don't think I'm I'm, I'm running my mind through, like, damn, did I catch any other shows that I can remember through the course of the week that I wanted to talk about? But it was really just those two. Yeah, I don't think I watched anything. I did watch, like, one other. I think I made it finally to episode five of MODOK. <laughs> I still didn't go further than one episode. Like, so disappointed in that. But I mean, yeah, I, I did watch at least one. And like I said, I really been focused in focusing more on still Arrested Development, watching it again for whatever reason. And um, trying to think that I moved to something else. Almost, well, I guess once I realized that Dave was back on and I've you know been back to watching that. But I can't think of anything else. I mean, outside of the norm. So you know, like Loki. Which was going to come up. So episode four of Loki. That if you're watching the live stream, you've had at least what two, three days to watch. Yeah, three. What Wednesday, is it? Yeah, what's today? Friday, Saturday. So you sort of had three and a half to four days to watch. Yeah. At this point. So, so we're going to talk about that shit. Yep. And if y'all are Loki watchers, spoiler warning, my nigga, I'm giving that right. to y'all now. So if the people in here decide to back the fuck out of here right now. 
I'm not even mad at you. Yeah, so for our Sunday folks, listen, you've had even more time to have watched this goddamn episode of Loki, and you ain't that goddamn busy, nigga, that you couldn't sit down and watch one episode of a TV show, okay? Well, so we about know. to go ahead Tomorrow's and get into the 4th it. of July. Niggas want to get their, you know, they fake patriotism on. Listen, I'm also going to let y'all know right now, if I see any of you niggas with whole families in matching red, white, and blue decorative outfits, I pre-hate you right now. I'm letting you know. Picture us coming out for the 4th of July, and if you heard we were celebrating, that's a worldwide lie. <laughs> nigga, I am absolutely. Quote from my nigga William Drayton, a.k.a. Flavor motherfucking Flav. Flavor. Flavor Flav. Public enemy for life, nigga. Anyway. You know what it is. Peace. <laughs> All right, so, so over in the chat, before we get into Loki, though, Chris has asked me. Are we watching any new anime? Vic, do you watch anime? Other than Tina Turner's legs when she walking across stage? I was going to say hentai. But see, you beat <laughs> me with something almost, you know, even more sick. No, I do not watch any new anime. I'm trying to think, is there anything that's an exception to the rule? And not really. No, like I'm, I'm old school. And I mean, most of the shit that I watched was in the 90s. That was probably originally made in the 80s. Or 70s, and then once once the whole infusion of anime started really hitting America hard, once the Pokemons came in and they just got that whole flood of shit, I kind of <laughs> dropped off a monsters. bit. It was really one of those things of like, by the time that a tsunami was really hitting in hard, I started, what the fuck? I started watching, uh, I was watching like Gundam Wing and basically all of the Gundam shit that was showing up on Cartoon Network and then what else? I have lots of episodes of shit that I can't really say I recall. Like they're like Outlaw Star and Cowboy Bebop. and Oh my God. I want to say it's maybe like something else. So that was about where I ended. Like once it really got not really Americanized and I don't want to say like it was one of those things of things got played out, but I had to come to a realization after a while of how fucking convoluted most anime is to the point where it's like you can enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with enjoying it, but so much of it for me is like it's the same old shit over and over and over again to the point where it's like nah I really gotta be into whatever it is to really you know be checking for it like that but I'm more old school Akira Fist of the North Star Ninja Scroll like I'm that nigga also because I'm also older than most of you niggas listening anyway so there's that Fist of the North Star sounds ridiculously gross these days <laughs> you are a fucking heathen There's a way <laughs> There's a way Alright so It's crazy that this comes up though So hold on Give me just a second He's got a goodie bag Found myself in the mall yesterday And grabbed this Inuyasha And Kirara Which is hilarious Because in the American translation It's always pronounced Kilala so wow. it makes me feel like Kirara. So I did grab an Inuyasha Funko Pop because that is the anime that I was into. Uh I was fucking with Outlaw Star, Cowboy Bebop, Roroni Kenshin, fucking Inuyasha, Dragon Ball Z. It was like, you know, it's Dragon Ball Z, man. Come on. Detective Conan, fucking 
any iteration of Gundam and Yu Hakusho. Probably my favorite one of all time. Well, no, that that makes me realize that I forgot that that's probably the caveat for me for the most part. I generally mostly only pay attention to a lot of uh, anime that is definitely sci-fi, heavy tech based. So, yeah, if it's got big robots or something space related, i.e. my favorite technical anime of all time would be still the three series, Macross, Mospita, and uh, Southern Cross, which ended up being put together as Robotech in America. That's okay. my absolute fucking favorite shit. Not man, listen. So, <laughs> yeah, Slimmy Man in the chat say, I ain't never heard of the ones that was named except for Dragon Ball Z and Gundam. That's crazy because majority of them bitches came on fucking Cartoon Network. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. We're referring majority of stuff that actually was on Toonami on Cartoon Network. Yeah. So like it was either it was either Toonami or it was an adult or it was Adult Swim. Yeah. Because they had the so like before they started doing like the dumbass shows like the C Lab and the Aqua Teen Hunger Force and all that shit. Watch your mouth. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean those comedic gems? Oh, for sure. But like <laughs> the dumbass shows though, like nigga, it's a show about. A fucking happy meal, my nigga. In a sense, like somehow, nigga. Like, right. but before they started, like before those shows started, they would put like a couple episodes of anime in the block every different, and and it was a different show each weekday. Right. So it was like Monday would be fucking Gundam Wing or whatever. Tuesday would be a couple episodes of Inuyasha or whatever the case may be. Wednesday, you know, whatever, and then they roll into the Sea Labs, the Aqua Teens, and all of that shit. But that's how I got introduced to to <laughs> all of that shit. Uh, fucking super jail. Or what the fuck was that one? The one with the fucking terribly animated, like fucking like PlayStation 2 graphics joints with the renegade angel or whatever. The fuck. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. It, um, it's on HBO Max. I haven't watched it. I, I know. Put it like this. It's weird because I used to I used to record all of that shit. But. I don't watch it now. And especially like with it being on HBO Max, I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching this shit because it's too, way too fucking weird. But yeah, at that time, because we're talking, we're going all the way back to like 97. 97 is when Cartoon Network first started doing Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Which is my shit. Cartoon Planet, which was still Space Ghost with Bracken and fucking, why am I drawing a blank? I was about to say Drax, but that's not right. Zorax. Zorax. And, um, in uh, Moltar sometimes where they were still showing other clips of stuff and they had the show. So yeah, that was all dope. It was just the fact that with Ted Turner at that time and Turner being owned by Warner brothers and them having the rights to so many Warner brothers and Hanna Barbera shit and being able to use those characters without having to get sued or anything like that. And they could just do whatever they wanted with them, open up a whole door of shit. So it started with that before they started moving into, like I said, having Aqua Teen and C lab 20, 2021, which originally was from C Lab 2020, which I've never seen the original episodes of. Because I mean, nigga, I have of, no clue what that shit is or was. It it was a show that it was from like the 60s or 70s at least or some shit. Like I've never seen it, but I knew Space Ghost as a kid because I never I used to like the design of Space Ghost, but we weren't watching that shit as kids. Even if there was like reruns of it, all of that Hanna Barbera shit was kind of dumb. So it was always dope to come up, but then. When fucking, I got turned out at that point when Harvey Birdman. I'm about to say, nigga, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. That was my yeah. shit, yeah. nigga. Yeah, that's the shit. One time for Harvey Birdman. 
Yeah, and that's fucked up too because every now and then, you know, I'd be sitting in the shower or whatever the fuck and I'd just be like, who's the cat in the suit? <laughs> who's the cat with the beak? <laughs> Do you really want to feel him? Oh, the attorney. Hey, be a Corpus. Oh, the attorney. Yeah. This shit. <laughs> shit anyway, is fire. Yeah. Harvey Berman is one of the best things a lot of you motherfuckers have never watched. Man, nigga, that shit was definitely so fucking great. Get your ass over to HBO Max and watch those episodes. Because at least if you have a background in some of the old, it's definitely more catered to, I would say, some of the older crowd in the sense that if you watched a bunch of Hanna-Barbera stuff from the 60s and 70s, you would definitely understand a lot of the references and how they're making fun of these characters. But even aside from that, like, yeah, it's just, it's absolute hilarity. Um, yeah, but then, like, going into that, yeah, before the whole anime thing just kind of kicked in, and it's like, I did like a lot of that, but then, yeah, Adult Swim got really weird, but at the same time, it produced so many wonderful things, like, you know, Boondocks and so of course. on and so forth, but... Yeah, man, listen, they yeah, they had a lot of shit that came out of there. Space Ghost was definitely fire. I fucked with that heavy. I fucked with Aquazine. I fucked with Super Jail. I never watched Super Jail. Uh, Super Jail was lightweight crazy. Metalocalypse. Yeah, yeah, Um, Metalocalypse definitely. I still listen to to Death Clock (laughs) occasionally. (laughs) You know, what I'm saying I might cut on Go into the Water. That shit is hilarious. So yeah, a lot of a lot of those shows were really dope. I mean, shit. They introduced me to a lot of shit. Toonami was like, yo, like soft anime intro type shit. Yeah. Gundam was the first shit that I was fucking watching. And I was like, oh, these cartoons cussing. Like, yeah. Like, and all he was saying was like, hell and damn. And I was just blew away like, oh, what? Hell? Damn? Damn. <laughs> like, yeah, that's wild because if you didn't get your cherry pop bottle, it says shit like Akira and this is the North Star. Like, I'm I'm really surprised. The crazy shit is, I have never saw either of those things. That That is a shame. They are definitely still worth watching to this day. They're not just classics for the sake of classics. They do hold up. Like, Akira is still one of the finest. I was about to say, I can't even see the chat, so definitely let me know. What's going oh, we on. were just, we were just asked in the chat if we if we like Loki over the other two Marvel shows. And I'm going to say yes so far. Jury's still out on that for me. Wait, wait, wait. Because what episode... Hmm. <sighs> Hold the thought. It's just like this, though. Falcon and Winter Soldier came out with a bang. First episode, bang, bang, shoot him up. Niggas blowing up. All kind of shit happening. Right. All right, cool. We find out about the power broker, shit like that. When then that first two episodes, pretty action heavy. Whole first episode, we didn't even get Falcon and Winter Soldier together. Then we did, and it was like, all right, we're going to get into some activity. Whatever. Three and four, not crazy, but definitely tempered down from how it started off. Right. And the plot was like still kind of developing. Granted, the show was shorter. Longer episodes, but shorter in terms of amount of episodes. But the way episode four ended, though. Aggressive. Right. So, you have that, right? Wait, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. So, boom. Then we get Loki. Not as action-packed. Much more cerebral by comparison. Right. But then, I want to say, episode two was a turn-up from one. 
Episode three was a turn down from two. Episode four, I fucking quite enjoyed. I no, I do. I'm I'm just trying to really remember specifics from it. And yeah, okay. Now it's kicking back in. But I feel like in all these shows, there has been and for WandaVision, this may have been five. Where at this point in the season, we got a what the fuck unexpected wrap up to the episode. Yeah, but I mean, I I didn't see it coming, but at the same time, that was one of those things of like, okay, when the incident happened, it's like, well, you know, something else is going to come of this anyway, because we still got two episodes to go. So for sure, but still didn't see it coming. Yeah, definitely didn't see it coming. But I mean, again, even, well, yeah, even two incidents, because I mean, I guess we were talking about Mobius too. For sure. Like, I'm still thinking like, yeah, I'm not saying that anything's final here because they've already, you know, they already set the precedent that nothing is final and anything could happen. But again, that's what I'm saying. I like both of the shows, but I really have to finish out to see how the last two episodes of Loki go for me to really make my call as to which one I like better between the two. <clears throat> I feel overall. You. See, because it's it, so like I said, so that's the whole thing. WandaVision, granted, it had shorter episodes, but they have two more episodes and everything else by comparison. So it'll even out. You know what I'm saying? But that goddamn like that wrap up in the end of the episode when 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 Quicksilver comes in to WandaVision. Spoiler alert for some shit that's been out for months, nigga. <laughs> but like when Quicksilver comes in. Nigga, that was like the big moment of the season. It truly was, and it and was, then and then yeah. it absolutely did not pay off, right? So, with that, I mean, there are other dope moments and things that happen and, and whatever, but that was like the biggest shit that everybody fucking bugged out about, and it didn't pay off, right? Yeah, it definitely did not. So, I mean, I'm just I'm trying to look at them all at the. Same point right now is what I'm saying. We have the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier. We got the end of WandaVision. I'm trying to I'm trying to kind of ignore those and think more about where we are at this point in Loki by comparison to the same point for those other two shows and which one is better thus far. Because WandaVision is struggle automatically is in struggle city because of that first two episodes. Right. Yeah, but again, like I said, that's that's fine and all, but being that they're not, it's not complete. Time will tell about which one I go back to because Loki has, for all intents and purposes, two episodes to fuck everything up. No, 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 that's true. No, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm saying episode four to episode four to episode four. I'm saying one to four on all of them is what I'm trying to compare. Oh well, and say which one is better at the at this point. That's what I'm saying. I'm comparing for where we are, not where we end up, because we don't have the end of Loki yet. Well. I feel that, but then if I'm going by that, then like I said, the first two episodes knocks one division out, low key. Well, one division to me was never even an option between the three. So, <laughs> <laughs> so nah, that's that's not even a thing. You know, like I said, it's, I'm on record for saying I didn't even like the first damn near two and a half episodes. So it definitely ain't in the running. I think um, I'm just thinking more along the lines of like if we're going by that, then episode three for Loki was. Well, it wasn't bad, but I mean, I guess 
it was more of a letdown in the sense that the follow it behind episode four made it stand out a little bit more, but I just feel like it Falcon and Winter Soldier was on par going all the way through. So I don't know. Like I said, I, I guess I, to me, I'm still, it's, it's hard for me to decide that still. I mean, I guess I could say Loki is still more interesting in some ways, but then if I'm going to give the edge to that just for whatever, but again, I'm not really caring about where they are right now. It's just more about what's going to happen at the end of the day with everything. I dig it. I feel like Loki is the one that of the three so far that has the biggest, that has the biggest potential implications moving forward through the rest of the MCU. Right. Like a black dude being Captain America is like, all right. Like, okay, cool. It's a fictional world. So, like, we know if there was a real Captain America, that nigga would never be black in this goddamn world. So, what the fuck ever. It's cool, I guess, symbolically. You sound like a sellout, my brother. You not going to sing the praises of a black man taking that job from that white man. White man. You know Um, what? Anyway. Actually, hold on. This fucking guy. (laughs) So, I just happened to find myself at the mall yesterday. Oh shit! And then the next thing that gets revealed is, I already had the fucking Falcon, but I officially went and bought Black Captain America since this Funko just dropped yesterday. It's like, bitch, give me that. Funko ain't even send me the fucking email. Let me know this bitch was on sale. They had it at the Hot Topic. Well, like that ain't the whitest store in any mall. Well, it was the white man. Doing his duty to make sure that you didn't make a connection with that black Captain America. That's what it was. Pretty much. My brother. But I have him in my position. Stay woke. But wait, there's more. Wow. I also got Bearded Winter Soldier with the shortcut. Because fuck it. Why not? And you come in here with the white wolf. Yeah, because they because they did say that officially he was no longer going to go by the Winter Soldier in the MCU. The White Wolf. So PMAC basically so he's kinda of going into saying either Kang or, or Supreme version of Loki is what is basically running things since, you know, the timekeepers were proven to be false. So you know what? Let, let's first of all, let's do the right thing for uh anyone listening or watching. Wait, what about Spike Lee? Spike Lee. <laughs> I said Supreme version of Loki. You know, I said or Kang. I ain't saying nothing about Spike Lee. No, you said let's do the right thing. Oh, this nigga. Ha! Wow. All right. So, episode four of Loki. Yeah. After Loki and Sylvie were trapped on the world that they were expecting to completely blow up. And then they start to embrace it. So, basically, they are trying to do a whole thing of almost self-master well i about to say self-masturbation like, <laughs> like can you say you know redundant so anyway they were feeling all you know gooey toward each other and shit and then made a spike in that timeline to where the tva said oh they're they must be there and showed up just in the nick of time for them to not get killed pretty much so since they're now in captivity they have a couple of conversations with where Loki is now passing on the idea to Mobius that, you know, things are going on funny with the the supposed timekeepers and how everyone in the TVA is a variant. And then they plant that idea also into, man, I can't even think of damn Wonmi Masaku's character with her name is B something. B-15. B-15. 
B15 because they're all in those C20s of the other girl that they supposedly killed. So anyway, the fact of them planting that into their minds and and discovering that, yeah, they're variants and trying to make all the whole shit unravel. And then it gets to that point that once Mobius figures this out as well by doing the whole little bait and switch with the the judge character. Tempat. Yeah, say you're doing better than me. I'd be like, fuck it every week now. I'd just be like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like this thick chick. Oh, the pretty chick. Okay, the white girl. Blah, yeah, I'd just be like, fuck it now. But anyway, so with them finding out and blah, 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 a whole bunch of shit ensues. And then, you know, as PMAC put it, <laughs> they, they ended up pruning Hutch. That's what he said. Yeah, they fucked him up. <laughs> so, so yeah, they, they they got Owen Wilson up out of there. And you're like, oh wow, like they actually pruned. And then next thing you know, um, it fucked me up. Well, it did, but again, like I said, when I, I thought they it, was gonna just arrest him. I was kind of thinking the same thing, but again, when I'm dealing with the MCU, just like with comic books, period, when motherfuckers get killed, it's like, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Like I, I can't take you serious in in the comic book world when motherfuckers get killed for the most part. Like, only nigga that's ever stayed. See, you know the joke used to be, the only people that stay dead in comic books it used to be Bucky and Uncle Ben, and see, then they find a way to bring Bucky back. Yeah. <laughs> so Uncle Ben is the only nigga that theoretically is say dead consistently in comics. Yeah, they even got rid of that nigga on the rice box. <laughs> wow. So, with uh, that being said, and then they actually make it into the timekeeper's room, which already looks uh, fucking fugazi from the very beginning. A whole lot of fighting ensues to realize that the timekeepers are just robots there looking like some Wizard of Oz shit, just kind of like we all projected. And then they end up pruning Loki's ass. And then this motherfucker wakes up in the land of other Lokis. And that shit so was lit. Now we see that obviously pruning doesn't really kill you, but it displaces you someplace else. Maybe. I'm I'm thinking it really just. I mean, it, it, I'm I'm just saying, in the sense that it could that it could depend on the being. Okay. Because Mo because Mobius was was a was an average nigga with a jet ski, and Loki was at least something above that. Maybe, but I'm fairly sure this is more about displacement. I mean. I'm sh- look. I'm with you, because they tried to establish that pruning was essentially killing a nigga. Like in the same way that when the what the fuck are the when they when they set off the fucking time charges and shit, and that's the same way that that the world looks as it disintegrates around that 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 charge. Right. So if they're resetting things, but I look at pruning probably the same way. So like basically resetting you, not really killing you. But there's also theories about. The fact that just like when Loki ended up on that world, like maybe people that get pruned end up on this dead world that the timeline has ended for that. So they're just there, displaced. Where it's almost like being in a prison where somebody definitively has to come get you in order for you to possibly get out of that. Oh yeah, for sure. Listen, nigga, the fact that one of the Lokis was black, I was hype. And the nigga had his own cool ass little like hammer. But if you notice, my brother, the black Loki was not given a head of crown of horns. So in other words, they didn't want to give that man a crown. They did not want to give him his roses. They did not want to king him like the king he is. But you were okay with accepting this black Loki from the white man. You satisfied with that, my brother? 
he had a hammer. So all they do is give this man a big hammer <laughs> so that way he can use the hammer to fix the things that the white man has messed up. They want to put this man to work. That's what you get out of this, my brother? Essentially. All right. So, yeah, like I said, well, we'll see because it was. Uh, he looked He looked the dopest. Yeah, I, I forgot what they supposedly called that. Boastful version. Loki. Yeah, boastful Loki. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't care. We'll find out. It'll be probably one episode. <laughs> yeah, Loki Thor, and then just gone. So Thorky, um, yeah, <laughs> Thorky. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, we'll see. But again, like I said, you know, cool episode, all that good shit, whatever. So I'll say this: in the beginning, when damn, why am I forgetting her name? I feel like her last name was like Renslayer or some weird shit. I have no idea. The so the judge. Oh. Uh, at the TVA, she when she went in to to the timekeeper's chamber initially, and they were actually sitting there, and you just saw the silhouettes and the eyes lit up. I was like, oh, sh-. like I actually felt it. I was like, oh shit, they real as fuck. Right. Like it's a real thing. Like they there, and then they got on the goddamn. Then they actually got on the camera. Hold on. Hey man, shout out to the game one time. VGS shit, y'all know what's up, man. Shout out to my G Retro Jetro, aka Retro Gerald. Then pulled up in the Twitch with a potty of nine. What's popping? My G's, how y'all feeling? Y'all know what it is. We talking that nerd shit, blurred shit. In these streets, banging on all things pop culture, cuz. So we talking Loki, man. So <laughs> we gonna keep that shit rolling. So when she went in there and and actually saw him, it was like, oh shit, like. They real. But then when they went back in later in the episode and they got to talking, fam, I almost cut the subtitles on. I don't know what the fuck they said. Mm. It was like... Well, yeah, I didn't either. But I mean, it definitely looked, like I said, fugazi by the time that they started talking. I'm like, yeah, something don't look right. Exactly. But then, you know, once they got to fighting and shit, I, I mean, at that point, it's like, if these beings have the power, supposedly... To fucking manipulate time and and do whatever it is. My thinking as they start to fighting these TVA agents, I'm like, oh yeah, they should definitely intervene and just stop whatever Loki and Sylvie are doing. The one definitely looked like the Lorax. <laughs> that's, right. that's hilarious. Yeah, the one with the mustache. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, with with that, it was just like, all right, they're not doing anything. Then they just sat there and she just and Sylvie just upped a big weapon and throws it at somebody's head. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, I didn't really see that coming at all. <laughs> that we knew that it was gonna be some kind of or we felt like suspected it was gonna be some kind of fucking fake out. Something was gonna be off, something wasn't gonna be right. And the last thing I expected was just like big robots though. So that definitely leaves mad questions on the table going into this shit like i am out here well you know p mac says that he thinks it's kang who she's working for because he's being a super nerd right now talking about his a23 on her uniform and he showed up in avengers number 23 and all that which i guess it could be well i don't i don't necessarily fully doubt that just based on the idea that if that is the case it would make sense of them introducing the idea of but not actually putting Kang necessarily in the episodes. Right. Coming. We, we know he coming. 
Right. So if they're waiting to put him actually in quantum mania, but nonetheless, if they at least introduce the idea of maybe, or even maybe they'll do like an, an Avengers thing or wasn't not Avengers, but what was right before Avengers? Was it in Thor at the end of Thor where they kind of teased with him being involved where he was like just sitting on the throne, but he didn't really do anything. No, I guess that was first Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, that was Cause I know, the first Because when we were talking to the dude that was leading the Shatari, like he was sitting up there, but they never showed him right. until the end of the movie. So, yeah. It wasn't yeah, and then he just hit the rotation. He turned around. It right. wasn't until Guardians then that they actually right. showed him and he talked. Right, when he was talking to Ronan. All right. Yeah. All right. Like, so, hey, yeah. bro, <laughs> don't get fucked up. Yeah. And I should happened. know that because I literally almost just watched Avengers uh, a week or two ago. We got to be out here. You know what I'm saying? No, we are actually in the middle of the multi-Loki discussion for real because shit is happening. Like, I'm hyped to see what they do now going into this episode. If we're going to have a multi-Loki-verse fucking, <laughs> like, destruction, I mean, to just find out what's going to fucking happen. Are the three Lokis that are scooping Loki off the ground at the end of this episode the only ones? Are there going to be more? And, of course, I feel like there will be more. Well, they might be more, and obviously uh, the one, the like classic Loki, since they bothered to get uh, Richard Grant, I mean, he's obviously going to have a bigger part because, I mean, he's a... He's um, fucking Richard Grant. Right. <laughs> so... Well, that, and plus, you know, you also, them cutting costs, I'm sure there's still going to be a bunch of things where they're not going to do a whole bunch of uh, extra CGI to give Tom Hiddleston more time. I think they're going to definitely just whittle it down to the different versions that are not Tom Hiddleston. And... Make it easier. Yeah. The way that I'm now hyped going into this next episode is how I was going into the episode of WandaVision after Quicksilver showed up because it was like, oh, my God, what is it going to mean? And it was like right. nothing. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you with the Nord. what you going to do? Nothing. <laughs> right. Nothing. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, retro. Those were all Lokis. So that was all different variations of Loki that we got at the end of the episode. And I'm like, fam, what they gonna do, bruh? I wanna know how much destruction they gonna reap. We gonna, I, I wanna see what other powers these other Lokis have because it's clear that the different versions can have different powers, be different ways, look different ways, so on and so forth. And they all got little variations to their story um, as to how they are. At first, I was thinking when they were talking about this shit, that it was just like, you know, it was just going to be Tom Hiddleston playing Loki a bunch of different ways. And I, I actually prefer it this way. Right. And like I said, and, and regardless of what the fuck Ricky says about him being an executive producer and can do whatever he wants, it's not the point. It's also not the truth. <laughs> no, no, no. He still got to. He still got to be in line with what the Marvel story ultimately says. But I'm saying be, between them trying to get shit done whatever COVID effect had on things. And like I said, and just cutting corners to save money. I'm sure they're going to do this the easy way of just saying, yeah, let's not keep having the CGI as much shit as we have to, if we can cut down nah, some of that. No, nah, I feel you. So, so, so actually what it was is if you look at the credits, each one of the different, each one of those different actors was credited with their names, different named Loki. So there was kid Loki, classic Loki and boastful Loki. I believe. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was all Loki. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hella Loki. So right now we have five Lokis, and I don't know if the and I don't know if the alligator was a Loki too. It was. It was. Yeah. That's dope. 
Yep. Yeah, as as P Mac put it, it's Croc Loki. Croc Loki. There we go. So now we have six Lokis in coming up in this upcoming episode. I hope. Cause that's the thing. Like when we got the Agatha reveal in WandaVision, the following episode, we got a whole episode that completely didn't do shit for the story moving forward. It just gave us a bunch of fucking Wanda flashbacks in her life before that point. Right. And it was like, that's a fucking waste. I guess. I mean, again, like I said, me taking it in all together, like I don't necessarily mind it, but yeah, it does seem it's, it's that whole thing of killing momentum. And I guess a lot of times people don't see that of how certain decisions can kill momentum of what you're doing at the time, even though if it does fit with the overall narrative. Right. And I would hope that we don't get that again. I don't, I don't want that to happen. Right. So two episodes left. Let's get to the fucking, let's get to the bullshit. I think I'm, I'm ready to, to get all the way in to the full swing of shit just getting fucked up out here. So I don't know. What questions do we have that need to be answered going into these last two episodes? Well, nothing more than why the TVA was created. What was the whole purpose of, you know, faking the the timekeepers and where is Loki going to fit back into the timeline or is he going to be inserted back into his timeline, which I imagine is probably going to be the thing of he's going to have to be inserted back into his original timeline. So that still carries on on some infinity stone shit. Right. For sure. <laughs> so, you know, you know, I was thinking too, also when they were trapped on that planet, because of the fact that if we're only just talking timelines, how come he wasn't able to like yell out to a Heimdall to be like, Hey, come get a nigga. You're right. Cause I don't think he, he I don't, I don't remember him trying. Yeah, he didn't try, and that's why I'm just thinking, like, okay, it's just a timeline thing. You're not in another dimension, per se. So that means Heimdall is there somewhere. Like, you'll be like, hey, Heimdall, I, I need to get up out of here. And that's not magic. Granted, magic doesn't work there. That's the, But, like, the that's not magic, though. Right, but I'm saying, yeah, magic doesn't work in the TVA, but they were on a whole other planet. So No, 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 but what I'm saying, though, is the Bifrost isn't magic. Okay. So it should work. Right. Is what I'm saying. So I'm saying he should be able to reach out to Heimdall and the Bifrost should work because it's not magic. Well, I feel it's magic to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's definitely fucking magical, but it's you know what I'm saying it's really it's really a super beam me up Scotty, you know what I'm saying? Like which is technology. Yeah, I guess. It's crazy, like a lot of that shit is like, you know, how they tried to keep shit grounded to a degree at first. With the, you know, shit like, you know, you, you, we call it, you know, you call it magic, we call it technology type shit with Thor at right. first. But then a lot of this shit actually is magic. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it is. And I mean, as far as the technology, oh, I was reading, I was reading. Did you, do you know how they even came up with the idea? Aside from the, the whole Norse mythology portion of it, where the whole idea for the Rainbow Bridge really came up? No. Where it came from? So, actually, this was in 523 B.C., Africa, a black man. All right, anyway. I'm <laughs> Boo this man! Oh, my Nigga, hurts. I bought into that. 
Nigga, a black man created everything. Yeah, right. you're right. God damn it, <laughs> <laughs> I, nigga! I really, I really thought you was going somewhere. I, I had to introduce it in a way you wouldn't have saw it coming. I didn't, anyway. nigga. I was, I was, I was on the. I got in the car, nigga, to go on the journey. Well, thank you. I, I've done what I've done, and so I'd like to thank the academy. I'd like to thank my mother and father for believing in me. I'd like to thank the producers, uh, the director, the critically acclaimed ignores. All right. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah, what, what else we got for that shit? I mean, you know, who the fuck came up with the TVA? Who's actually running it? How are they manipulating the timeline in a way to be able to fucking keep one timeline streamlined and get rid of all the others and came up with the devices and so forth? Who was fucking plucking people out of the timelines? How much of this shit did they believe is true is a, is definitely something that I, that I want to know because, I mean... What actually does happen if, you know, uh, a timeline deviation does hit that red line? Like, right. what actually will occur? Is it what they say or something else? Something better, something worse, whatever. Is, is you know, are the timelines really meant to exist? Are there supposed to be multiple timelines? You know what I mean? Should we, should there actually be a, a, a different version of all these different versions of all these people? So, it, all of those things come to mind and make me think like, all right, so those are the ones that I want to know what, what are the, the end results going to be. And you know, this, you know, it might be the intro, introduction to Kang. It would be dope if we got them. I don't want to get my hopes up for that shit. The same way that we didn't got our hopes up for a bunch of other shit in these series so far. And <laughs> haven't gotten a lot of these like major reveals or big cameos or none of that shit. Cause again, I just feel like all these series have really been, very much contained subplot stories to just help kind of feed us something and, and, and make minor nudges in between the actual movies to just keep us flowing in motion until we get back to the actual theater. Yeah. I just thought of a very dope nerdy way to talk myself out of getting some ass. I'm about to tell a chick like, no baby, we can't do it. We cannot have sex. Cause if we do, the timeline is going to divert. All right, I'm done. <laughs> anyway. There you go. Avengers Tower was definitely in the background behind the other Lokis. What it looked like. So a lot of the speculation that I have saw has been, you know, this is a world where Loki won. Right. So, you know, whatever. Let's Let's see how that shit plays out. I'm looking forward to it. Whatever. What's next? What's next? Brutal Hex, 666 years of sorrow, broken by the strength of the seven. Oh, no, it's right. You don't know that. That leader's in the new school shit. Anyway. No. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I, don't. Uh, I went to the theater yesterday. I'm sorry to hear that. Saw the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Follow-up to the Hitman's Bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson and Selma Hayek came in with them creamy boobs towards the uh, end of the movie. And this one, them boobs is all in the movie. They ain't naked, though. They not. But she definitely jiggled them joints quite a few times and grabbed them one time. And she had on, like, much more revealing style Black Widow leather outfit. It was fire. So all those things, plus her cussing, crazy excessive. Like, way worse than Samuel L. Jackson does. <laughs> Was amazing because it was in Espanol. So Dude. this is a movie that I'll watch with my drawers around my ankles. 
Yeah, like when you go to the bathroom and <laughs> got the booty cheeks out, <laughs> like what we talked about a couple weeks ago. You say booty cheeks, I'm I'm picturing Wild Wild West when her booty cheeks was out and that old school ass. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Anyway, going down all the way. But yeah, I mean it was funny. I mean I had a good time. Shit, I don't really know what else to say. It was very much reminiscent of the first movie. It did have like Antonio Banderas is in the movie and he's just kind of there. The plot that he's working in the movie is a little stupid. It's kind of underdeveloped. But I feel like this movie wasn't really supposed to be you know, cinema. It was it was just a vehicle for like Ryan Reynolds to to play the straight man in a very comic way again and it works Samuel L. Jackson to say motherfucker a lot Selma Hayek to just let all the way loose with them creamy boobs out and say fuck in all kind of other wild words a lot which happens niggas get shot you know shit happens there's not too much bodyguarding occurring in this joint you know but like whatever like myself and everybody else in that goddamn theater laughed a lot. So that was kind of what this one was for. It wasn't really about the story. So I enjoyed that shit. And that is my very brief spiel on the hitman's wife's bodyguard. Creamy boobs. The creamiest. All right. That's all. With that. seasoned, seasoned with Goya Adobo products, nigga. I season them all right. You know what? Whatever. Um, <laughs> all right. Then that's fine. Yeah. So that happened. I'm going to go back to the theater this week again, see something else. I don't know what yet. I, I guess, well, you know, I guess I'm still on that. I don't even know if shit is out, even though if it is out, I'm not paying any attention. So whatever. Yeah. So now on to something that I don't have to pay for The Tomorrow War on Prime, starring. Chrissy Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chrissy Chris Christopher. Christopher Pratt. So, grab this cable. Go ahead. This is not exactly what I expected as far as uh, the movie. I think I only watched the trailer at least once, but basically, Chris Pratt plays a father and former soldier, and there is a war that is happening in the future, and they are coming back to present day to recruit people to take them to the future because they have a way to jump time to take them to the future to fight this alien threat that is now showing up out of nowhere and American people in the world are getting wiped the fuck out. So they started off in a typical way where Chris really establishes this relationship that he has with his loving daughter and loving wife. And they have such a, a beautiful bond between each other. And as much as they want to avoid it, they really start drafting people just all out of nowhere to basically get sent to the future to do their fight. And they only have to fight for seven days and then they get thrown back. But of course, just like any other war, there's plenty of people end up with all kinds of PTSD. They end up having, you know, lost limbs, things like that. But it's basically his story. And the fact that when he gets his time to have to do his seven days and he gets thrown in the midst of this, to fight this alien threat, it's not bad. I mean, not to spoil anything, because there, there's a big 
there's a big thing that you could probably see coming that I obviously saw coming once he does go to the future and he runs into some people like, you know, when you're dealing with time travel, they're always going to bring someone else up from your past to show up in, you know, in that future or past tense in some way. So action, I was cool with it. I don't know. It it, it didn't feel overly gratuitous for me, but I mean, it, it was there. It, it wasn't exactly some edge of your seat kind of shit, but I mean, it was entertaining enough at first. And I mean, you know, movie also has a Betty Gilpin and JK Simmons and the black dude that plays in a bunch of shit that I can never remember his name. And I don't think I've ever heard that nigga's name. I've heard it only reading it like, like when we first, when we were going to cover the, the trailer for uh, werewolves within and I still don't remember his fucking name. Yeah, I'm about to say, what the fuck have I seen this nigga in super recently? That trailer. Well, yeah, that trailer. Literally. Plus, he played in, what was it? Was it Mike and Dave? Need uh, Wedding dates? Yeah. Whatever. whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> yeah, that something. Shit. He's, I think he's starting in the, in the show uh, Detroiters. It was on Comedy Central. I never saw it. But okay. Things like that. So, he's been in a lot of shit. A lot of white things. But, no, I... I just can't ever remember his name. He's one of those dudes that doesn't stand out. But I mean, at the same time, he leaves enough of an impression where, you know, he's cool. But yeah, he's there kind of as the comic relief for the movie initially speaking. But yeah, a lot of action, a lot of sci-fi shit, just hordes of aliens. This time a little bit more, I guess the design of these are definitely a little bit more threatening than a lot of other stuff that you've seen. But again, you know, it's, and then there, there's so much of the family aspect that's so atypical that's thrown in there where they're trying to tug at the heartstrings and all that shit where it's like, yeah, I don't know if it fully works or not, but it's there. I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, I feel like the shit worked for the most part in those areas of, of, you know, trying to get you, you know, caught up in the emotional, the potential emotional aspects of it or whatever. Right. I don't know. I think the only real issue that I had was, there got to a point where it felt like, all right, this shit is going on longer than it should to me. Right. There was definitely a point where I was like, all right, this, this joint, uh, like it's, it's a, it's a little longer than I want it to be paused. But it then ended up, you know what I'm saying? Like actually wrapping up, you know, fairly decently. So that was cool. That was really the only, you know, outside thought that I had was, yeah, this joint is, is, taking the cake just a little bit and going a, a, a little bit too long. So, I mean, outside of that, I feel like it was decent action. The, the, the aliens in this shit reminded me of kind of a combination of the joints from Cloverfield and A Quiet Place. Yeah. Definitely yeah, that, had that going that would, on. That would be a yeah, fair assessment, yes. Yeah, like, Definitely a, a mush up of the two. Beyond that, Chris Pratt held held his own pretty well in that joint. You know, having a daughter, you do you 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 get the seeing seeing the guy with the daughter, and you know, having them going through things is like, oh, oh right. I don't want my daughter to go through those things too. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was a whole thing too. It occurred, you know, so right. I could relate. And having those moral, you know, heroic dilemmas that one has to deal with. Pretty much. That was cool. I I definitely can say action was there. J.K. Simmons popping up and being and being involved 
it's always dope. <laughs> There's a joke in the movie which I will not ruin for you guys, but that was that was pretty funny that the black dude said the the holiday joke that he made about about JK. It was pretty good. I don't remember it. Okay. We'll right. talk about it after. Yeah, we'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after. But yeah, but it was very, you know, patriotic in certain ways even though it wasn't a big America push, but you know, when you wonder like, yeah, so when it's your time to get call to action. It's like, what would you do? (laughs) I mean, yeah, well, that was the whole thing. You know, essentially, this was was definitely one of those things where it's like, listen, it's a worldwide drive. And that's because freedom isn't free. It costs folks like you and me. And if you don't pay your buck 05, then who will? Buck 05. 05. (laughs) Freedom costs a buck 05. Yeah, man. Uh, the shit, the shit was definitely. I don't know. I, I guess I enjoyed myself. Them things were fucking were horrifying, low key. Yeah. The fact that they could, you know, just fucking shoot bullet style spikes, strong enough to knock your ass back 15, 20 feet. Like, yeah, right. that's aggressive. That's aggressive as shit. We had a we had some good comic relief occurring. It didn't do too much. And and it looked good to be a fucking Amazon original straight to free video fucking movie. Right. Like that's it's like these types of movies potentially stand to low key start phasing out super shitty straight to streaming movies, which is great. Well, that and or like I said, unfortunately, giving me more reason to be like, yeah, I ain't leaving the house. Go see shit. I'm I'm not mad at you. So, I mean, Black Widow was right around the corner and I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to see that. I mean, I'll be there, I'm sure, Friday morning. Nigga, if I have my choice between paying the 50-cent seat reservation convenience fee along with my $20 a month Regal subscription to see unlimited movies versus paying the fucking $30 premium to Disney Plus to watch it at home, I'm paying the 50 cent. Going to you know, the I forgot about the fact that that was even a thing because I, I, I didn't think about it because this is the first thing that they've had that I was like, I guess I would have been willing to pay it. But it's like, yeah, I'm not paying $30 to watch that shit when it's only for the solo cost, watch. Right. When it's only going to cost me less than 20 for me to just go see it by myself. And I ain't even got to buy myself snacks nor get myself head after. <laughs> Scrubs. <laughs> We need a button for that on here. It's only gross <laughs> if I finish. All right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, uh, fucking Harold and Kumar, <laughs> old buddy was, <laughs> old buddy was like, he's like, you're gay. It's like, fuck no. <laughs> you're the ones gay for sucking my dick. <laughs> and he pulls it out, big bomb. <laughs> it's right. like, oh, his dick smells like shit. Another one of those references that. At the time when I saw it, I thought, oh, that's gross. He don't be watching this meat. Right. In all actuality, when it it was much more recent than I would like to admit that the all oh, his dick smells like shit made me realize, oh, he be smacking niggas in the butthole. Yeah. Gross. That's why his dick smells like shit. Super Smash Bros. <sighs> gross. Fuck it. Like I said. Tomorrow War was definitely a little unexpected surprise. That was dope. Black Widow is coming up. Niggas will be hitting the theater for that joint. I I don't want to. I'm not going to go waste my time for Fast 9. 
I'm not doing that. That that's that's just nah. I'd rather not. You don't care about family. Not Vin Diesel's artificial family. It's about family, bro. <laughs> it's all about family. Damn, I feel like that was a great family reference that I made just maybe a day or so ago, and I can't remember what the fuck it was. <sighs> Too much content. Fuck my family. Yo, nigga, did you know that they were doing a uh, reboot of The Exorcist? Nope. Okay, yep, that's coming. What was that that officially went into production a couple days ago this week? Oh, you're talking about Black Panther? Yes. Ha-ha. Wakanda forever. So that's that started. And yeah. and Old Guard too. Oh. Which I am definitely interested in. Okay. Matter of fact. No condom forever. Bare backing. Since I was at the comic store yesterday, as I found myself in the goddamn mall. This nigga just doing everything. I grabbed the old guard, book one. Boo yow. You see it. I got it. Okay, it's a book. You see it. <laughs> you see it. Shout out to Tony Baker. You see it. Yeah. And I grabbed the old guard, book two. They said that book one is accurate as fuck to the movie. So I have every intention of reading book two because I want to know what the fuck happens, to be honest with y'all. So, yep. I'm going to go ahead and do that. See what that thing is about. Wait a minute. I also grabbed three of the five last Ronin books because y'all know three of the four Ninja Turtles got killed and there's only one left who survived and this is the story. Hype as shit for that. So, yep. Went ahead and copped it. The next one come out in August and then book five, the final comes out in October, I was told. And... This is not a fucking school history textbook, but this bitch weighs more than every one of them hoes that I ever picked up. And it is all the art from every Zelda game and series in its entirety. And I am a fucking artist and low-key a nerd. So I'm pretty fucking hyped to actually see what this shit has in store for you, boy. And if I'm inspired to do some Hyrulean art, after the fact Cause Yeah My nerd pickups I was on shit Okay So I, I see what happened now Like so okay This nigga done changed the show And the show and tell and shit Okay Alright You know We bringing entries and shit now Okay Okay it, it just happens to be that I had That I had new shit And it was right here behind me I see you And we just happened to hit Miscellaneous topics that All for the most part Related to what I had I see you bro You ain't gotta tell me You see it all right. You see it. Is there anything else we need to cover before we get the fuck up out of Dodge? No key. <laughs> what? No key. Oh. Nookie. Nookie. Which which Fred Durst did it all for. Yeah, he did. Yep. And then there was something about putting a cookie in somebody's ass, which <sighs> I have questions. Pink cookies in a plastic bag. Getting crushed by buildings. Jesus Christ. Fuck LL Cool J. <laughs> Sick of that nigga, man. 
right. All right, B. I don't I don't I don't wanna I don't actually wanna ever run into LL Coochie. That nigga still works out way more than I do. So I'm good. What's I about to say? Like, all right, B. Mm-mm. It's all fun and games. I'm good. I'd rather not run into that nigga. And then he gonna wanna fight me while he rubbing Hershey kisses down his chest. I refuse. You're notorious to crush you like a jelly bean, nigga. One of the worst bars in hip hop history that niggas tried to have tried to hype up to me. Like, nigga, listen to this though. See, you only like LL, but what about when he said? And I was like, what? Mm. What about when he said that, nigga? Yeah, no. LL has LL has some of the worst bars that niggas use to try to defend how fire he is. And that is probably one of my biggest problems with that nigga. I can feel you on that. I mean, I, I would say, if you think you can't outrun me, yeah, boy, I bet, because I ain't met a motherfucker who could do that yet. At the time, that was pretty goddamn dope. I can see that one being all right. Like that, but yeah. the But niggas being like, but see, but see, but see, listen, though. He was like, I take a muscle-bound man and put his face in the sand. And I was like, so? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck y'all niggas, man. That's not good. Again, early stages. It's it's all relative. Oh God. Early stages. You're talking infancy. So it's very early stages. So I get it, but nobody was really comparing things to, to that old that old typical thing that they had been doing, I don't know, probably since like the thirties or forties or whatever, with the whole, you know, muscle bound man kicking sand in the face of the little wimp. So being it Rap was so new, nobody was using that as a metaphor in that scenario. So I'm not saying it was dope. I'm just saying, comparatively speaking, I feel was, you. It was something innovative for him to say that at the time. But I'm not saying that. Yeah, that was a bar. Yeah, no niggas was mind blown by that shit. You remember we had a whole we had a whole discussion like nigga we had a we had a conversation that went for like 17 hours about LL not being good. It was amazing. And old head niggas was coming in there like, how dare y'all? Mm. It was great, bro. <laughs> how upset these niggas was. Wow. Okay. Great. I got nothing. Hey, listen. Me either. As always, y'all know what it is. Y'all can send us questions, concerns, topics, you other things. You need to use the wrap it up button today. Huh? You missed the opportunity to use the wrap it up button. You're right. Where was it? When you just said we gonna wrap this up, damn, you right. Wrap it up, wrap that shit up, B. See, we brought it back. <laughs> As always, if you got questions, concerns, topics, you want to send them things over to us, do that twenty four seven at blurredsandclips at gmail dot com. Otherwise, make sure y'all follow the goddamn gang. We are live on Twitch every Saturday, or you can catch us on the streaming service come Sunday. At some fucking point. When are we live on Saturdays? At some fucking point. Just know that we out here in these streets. And by in these streets, we mean at the house in the basement and shit. Follow your boy. I am BKA Watts. And I am Vigatron 999. Make sure y'all following the show page at Blurds at Clips. And make sure y'all are checking us out on the tube of you at the Pro 3 ENT. You feel me? And also, we are starting a new YouTube ASMR channel so make sure that you check into that yep. so you can hear us so we can give you samples steady 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 steady
Yep. And, yeah. and, and, and I'll have a microphone right next to each eyelid so you can hear me blink as I watch shitty movies. <laughs> and that'll be a special series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say shit. I have some shit right next to my eyeballs as I roll my fucking eyes, listen to you whack ass niggas mixtapes. Oh man, anyway. I'm sorry. The, Let the me sound. stop taking pot shots at whack rappers. Nah, man. Yeah, next week I believe we will have the homie Dave Flint pull up on us and kick it for the show. So that should be pretty cool. He's hilarious, etc. So you know, I'm expecting that we'll that we'll actually get some some jokes from a comedian nigga. Next week, and I'm excited for that. Otherwise, we'll catch y'all niggas on the next one. Be safe out here in these streets. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Mm-hmm.